Full Scope, Human Longevity and Performance Podcast. We want you to become the most exceptional, high-performing version of yourself. And to facilitate this, we are giving away the Longevity Fundamentals Handbook absolutely free. This is a tremendous resource that will tell you the lifestyle behaviors and mindset that will lead to the best outcomes and longevity. To get this, go to our website, wondermedicine.com or fullscope.org, put in your email, and we will send you this amazing resource, the Longevity Fundamentals Handbook. The six big benefits of longevity. Be a victim or conquer longevity. You must choose. So what is the definition of longevity? Long existence or service? Human longevity relates to both existence, remaining alive, and service, remaining useful. I strive for nothing less than both long existence and long service for myself and all of my patients. Okay, Avatar 2, The Way of the Water. My favorite part, my favorite quote in this movie was when the forest people got kicked out of their lands. They went to the sea people and asked, can we live with you? And the chief of the sea people says, teach them our ways so that they don't have to deal with the shame of being useless. Teach them our ways so that they don't have to deal with the shame of being useless. It blows my mind how many people are okay with being useless to society in 2023. I'm going to pick on the elderly here for a second, but this is something I hear all the time in the hospital. My elderly patient says, Keep me alive, doc. I say to them, What makes you want to keep living? Patient says, I have grandkids. But these old people cannot actually watch their grandkids because their health is too poor. In fact, they need assistance even to perform the activities of daily living, dressing, cooking, going to the bathroom, running errands, etc. And so they're not talking about watching their grandkids, they're just talking about being around them, seeing them. Like the avatars of the sea, I would find this inability to contribute meaningfully shameful. Being useful is about more than just pride. It's about service to the community. And honestly, service is what life is all about. If you are unhappy with your life right now, I suspect that not serving in any meaningful way is a huge part of the problem. So, longevity is key. By striving for longevity, you are forced to become the best version of yourself right now. The best version of you right now will be able to live, thrive, and serve the longest. As such, longevity, or as we call it on this podcast, the full scope, is your best vehicle for health, extreme productivity, and service both now and in the future. 
All right, let's talk about longevity by decades. I want to go over the mindset of people in each decade of life, the decline that happens, and the potential value longevity has to offer at each of these ages. So let's start with the teens and 20s. Most people at this age don't care about longevity. They often feel invincible. Maybe a few peers start to die from accidents during this decade, but most of us think in our 20s, not me. Death is not real for most 20-some-year-olds. Okay, so 30s. What happens in your 30s? Well, in my experience, aging starts to show. Some 30-year-olds look 25, some look 50. Things like alcohol, cocaine, meth, and other bad habits start to catch up with people. Bodies start to break down, but true debility is far and away, or at least it seems. Right now, only one in four young adults exercise in most research studies. Disaster is coming for both the individual and the society with this current uh, habit of not exercising and not moving. Okay, what about 40s? Well, in, in people's 40s, shit gets real. Energy starts to decline. Disease sets in. Most people continue to fall back on immature defense mechanisms like avoidance and denial. For the most part, these people are still able to do things, though. But it's challenging. These people talk about hiking, skiing, traveling in their 60s, 70s, and elderly years. No chance of this unless huge changes are made. 40s usually bring about two different archetypes, victims and conquerors. Not conquerors of people or countries, but conquerors of death. These conquerors don't fear death, but they do train to avoid it. Victims blame the, blame the world, and they, they suffer by the world, and they never accomplish anything close to their full potential. Conquerors, on the other hand, own their mistakes, better themselves, contribute, and flourish. All right, 50s. What happens in people's 50s? Disease takes hold. Activities often become limited, yet some 50-year-olds swim against the tide. They train and can outperform most complacent 30-year-olds. 50s are a great time to wake up to longevity before it's too late. 60s. This is the decade of the first sentinel health event for many. The first heart attack, stroke, cancer diagnosis, etc. Both cognition and fitness have declined tremendously. But since victims avoid challenges like the plague, they never test themselves and are allowed to live in full denial of the catastrophe that's coming for them. 70s. 70s is the decade of life when middle age gives way to being elderly. Most people will fall off a cliff at some point during their mid-70s. At this point, the, all people can do is maintain with diligent training. Both the victim and the conqueror fall off this elderly cliff at some point. Essentially, this is when people go from looking like they're middle age to looking elderly. But 
the higher up you are on the cliff, the further you have to fall before life gets shitty. Conquerors can fall for decades before their life is significantly impacted. This is where your health and muscle bank account pays huge dividends. What you have done up until this point will either raise you or lower you on this cliff and your fall could be really, really long and you could spend a lot of great years doing amazing things or you could fall a short distance into debility, into disease, burden your family and ruin your life. Okay, what about 80s? Well, in their 80s, victims are dead. They don't make it. And sometimes victims start to fall off the cliff in their 60s or even 50s, which is crazy to think about. But in the 80s, many conquerors look better than most complacent 60-year-olds. Disease-free survival into the 80s is possible for most everyone willing to make the sacrifices and to do the work. My goal for all my patients, for myself, is to enter my 80s in a state of health. And I think this is an entirely reasonable goal, but it takes training, hard work, and diligence. Okay, 90s and 100s. This is a very elite crew. One per 5,000 people make it to 100 in the United States right now. Now, contrast this to one in every 1,250 people in blue zones. So we could be getting a lot more people into their hundreds. Those who do make it to 100, shout out to Grandma Larie and Aunt Doy, two of my beloved past relatives, either trained hard or had longevity genes by chance. But please don't rely on longevity genes. Do the work and 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 put the burden on your shoulders to train for longevity. These people, the people that make it to 90 and 100, are often functional until the very end when they decline rapidly, like over one to two years, and die. Contrast this to someone declining over one to two decades in having a horrible life and burdening their loved ones over that time. Additionally, for those 1900-year-olds, wisdom transfer to loved ones is tremendous. They pass on their knowledge and their experience to the next generation, and that builds a better society. So two paths. You choose complacency and denial or challenge and triumph. Victim or conqueror. You must choose. These paths become very visual starting in people's 30s. I am hyper vigilant to this and watching my friends live out both roads in real time right now. Okay, that is my intro. Let's get into the six values, the six big values, big values of longevity. Remember, no one, not even a doctor like myself, can give you longevity. Longevity takes hard work, discipline, and commitment. Longevity must be earned. 
Most people who state they care about life and health are pretending. Their actions tell a very different story. So, what are the benefits of longevity and choosing the path of the conqueror? Let's go through them. Okay, number one, high-functioning brain. A brain that can learn, think, create, reason, and lead. Brains work when we use them, challenge them, and move our bodies. If your brain is not working, ask yourself, are you using it? Are you challenging it? Number number two, able body. Do the things you want to do physically. Climb, hike, ski, travel, play, dance. Please, everybody, dance. We all watch our elderly loved ones decline. One in four adults exercising in a culture that worships cars and chairs is a big problem. Disaster is coming for the victims. Number three, emotional wellness. Longevity brings balance to emotions. Being emotionally well leads to clear thoughts and good logic. Think about anxiety. So many thoughts, fears, and fixations bouncing around the brain. Clear thoughts in this state become impossible. You have to unlearn the behaviors that have not served you Connect with others, love, cry, forgive, feel joy, and pain. Yes, pain is a part of life. And failure. Failure is a big part of life. Life is beautiful when you commit to feeling your emotions. Stop snowing yourself with alcohol, cannabis, and other emotional suppressants. Snowing and sedating oneself impairs REM or REM sleep. REM sleep The time of night where we have the most vivid dreams is very, very important for emotional processing. And when we snow ourselves with substances, our bodies can't get into REM. Number four, security. Longevity is protection. Microorganisms, think bacteria, viruses, parasites. They prey on the weak, just like a lion singling out the weakest zebra in the herd. COVID-19 crushed humanity disproportionately in areas like the United States, partially because our immune systems and bodies had become so weak. But microbes, microorganisms, are just the beginning. If someone or something attacked you or your loved ones, could you defend yourself? Could you defend your loved ones? This is something I think about all the time because I can't imagine being so debilitated that I could that I was not able to defend the people I love against an attack. This can be a great driver of getting back in shape, getting your body going, and being able to provide security. Number five, transfer of knowledge and culture. The wise old woman and wise, wise old man are classic archetypes that society needs more now than ever. Instead of burdening your loved ones as you age, put yourself in a position to offer them tremendous wisdom from a long life lived well. And finally, number six, the most important thing, the most important reason to strive for longevity is that having longevity 
allows people to assign value appropriately. I believe this lack of understanding and lack of proper placement of value is also why society is so sick. People who are not well place value in places where it should not be and don't put value in places it should be. Examples. Valuing a cigarette over time with a loved one. Think about that person addicted to smoking. They go out to dinner with someone they love, someone they haven't leaved in a lo- seen in a long time. This person leaves dinner early because they really want a cigarette. They traded time with that person for that cigarette. They are not placing value appropriately. Choosing social media over time with your kids. Scrolling through your phone, looking at social media instead of engaging and playing with your kids. This is a gross misappropriation of value. Making money at the expense of others and your own health. Trading health for wealth. People do this all the time. They sell their souls to make money, even though it undermines other people. And these people feel terrible on the inside from it. Trading wealth for the success of future generations. This is happening all the time right now, and it is driving me insane. And finally, taking the easy road because you are too tired. In contrast, people who have longevity, people who have outstanding health can place value appropriately. They value their relationships. They value their community. They value knowledge, the consciousness of society, and they want to see society move forward and get better. Pew. All right, so society's botching value. I'll tell you how. Right now, we are destroying our planet and squandering our resources because we are unwell. The buildings and houses we build in 2023 are of the worst quality in hundreds, in some cases, thousands of years. Our building practices are short-sighted. Some of the structures we are building today would be lucky to last a few decades. Contrast this to cities like London with beautiful stone buildings meant to last hundreds of years. Our forefathers built things to last so that we could do them, we could enjoy them as well. And what are we doing right now? Well, we're building structures that would be lucky to last a few decades. The products we make are meant to last days and weeks. Think about the plastic trash from Amazon and Walmart that we're all ordering. Young people want to be wealthy and get rich without any clear purpose or value add to society. Major problem. Additionally, and finally, we are all fine, or at least our politicians are, and we vote these people in, with levying trillions of dollars of debt on future generations and inflating our currency at the expense of society's most vulnerable. What a travesty. It is time to wake up. We need longevity now more than ever. We are unwell. This unwellness is eroding ourselves, our relationships, the very fabric of society, and the natural world we came from and depend on. Longevity is the greatest gift you can give yourself and everyone else around you. And the best time to start your longevity journey is as early as possible. Ideally, right now.
Thank you so much for listening to the Full Scope Podcast and investing in your health. I'm Dr. Bill Randenberg. If you're enjoying the content, please rate, review, and share this content with all of your friends online and all your social media platforms. Please understand that this podcast is not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure your specific medical condition. This podcast does not create any type of doctor-patient relationship between myself, Dr. Brandenburg, and you, the listener. If you do need help with your life, with your health, with anything regarding your longevity or performance, please check out wondermedicine.com. Our longevity and performance program is the best in the world and is ready to help you right now today become the best possible individual you can be. Thanks. Bye-bye. Pew.